Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe with the guest, talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a rare forehander. Hey! <laughs> oh my goodness. And already like it's sexual. Let's and go. And most expensive massages. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So, Florida. So, um, so with me in the same room is Lindsay. Hey, Meg. Hi. And with with me across the internet, and I'm guessing <laughs> some amount of miles, uh, Daniel. Like 23 miles. Yeah, hi. <laughs> so, today, we're going to be talking about the premier women's liberation character. Oh, did you save In- this for me? No, it was oh. just the next one. But sure, no, <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> Just say yes. Wait, let's try that again. <laughs> okay, turn down the gain a little bit. So yes, uh, we are talking about the premier women liberation character for Marvel. Hmm. Now, um, now you may ask me, why are you saying women's liberation? Because well, it was a, a thing in like the seventies. They had to do it was <laughs> before. It was before like feminism was like a good word for the pub the general public like women's liberation was more palatable for like the housewives and stuff like that i mean if you ask youtube feminism is definitely not a good word (laughs) well it is killing all my favorite childhood memories so (laughs) i think maybe depends on what you're watching on youtube too and don't ever don't ever ask well um if you apparently if you go within three clicks from i don't know like maybe like a Fortnite video you'll get to jordan peterson so yes it is bad for a majority of people (laughs) who watch youtube videos apparently Who's Jordan Peterson? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> is going in. Yeah, no. <laughs> we can't okay. go there. So, but, uh, but we are talking about Valkyrie. Oh, yay! Oh, cool. I don't yeah. actually know who that is. So, who is Valkyrie? Who is Valkyrie? To you guys, yeah. Um, She is part of Thor's universe. She was, like, she led this, like, women's army of... Valkyries. I don't know what they were called, the whole group of them. But... Valkyries. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and they have, like, white horses with whatever those things are, like centaurs or whatever, right? The Pegasus? Pegasus. Pegasus. Pegasi? 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 Is flying centaurs. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't... Centaurs, centaurs, are, centaurs the... are half, half people. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't have wings, I generally. I have a flying centaur, though. <laughs> It's a, it's um yeah it's a horse with wings and she's, yeah and also part person. She's um she's she's good. That's all I know. Yeah. Um. Pretty much. What do you think? What do you think she looks like? In the comics, I imagine her. Well, maybe Daniel should do this because I kind of know what she looks like. I bet she's blonde. I bet she's white, and I bet she's wearing like a skull cap with horns coming out of the top. <laughs> you didn't say swimsuit with boob comb. <laughs> oh my god! I, I mean, said, I didn't get down to that level yet. Wait, hold oh my on. god, look at those boob cones. <laughs> my god, she's a fembot. And she's got the gladiator like sandals or shoes with the with the straps like, going up the leg. That's cool. I'm into it. And yeah. it looks like and it like it it looks like that's not a good outfit to fight in mostly because it looks like 
part of it will just get lost in her. I like, mean, <laughs> oh my goodness! What do you mean? <laughs> well, and she's also like, not like, got any protection like, because wedgie-wise. yeah, wedgie wise. Okay, like yeah. very easily. I can see that wedgies. Uh, but yeah, so basically, she's wearing a what a black leotard uh, that is sleeveless, uh, metal boob cones, a metal belt. <laughs> but she has metal um, greaves. This is my Valkyrie. Yeah, but that's no, that's not that's not the the one we're talking about. Oh, okay. that's an alternate universe one. Oh, yeah. Um, she's wearing she's wearing like it looks like ballet flats with like the ribbons up. Yeah, gladiators. Aren't that? they called gladiators? Gl- no, no, but they don't look. They don't look. They're not sandals. They look like ballet flats. They do look oh, like right, ballet flats. Right, you're right. Yeah, and um, she has a so- sword and a spear, and just Ooh. imagine attractive nordic lady so <laughs> G- generic Gen- you yeah. know generic nordic blonde lady, white lady pretty. the boob cones and belly flats very long blonde hair yeah <laughs> so uh her real name is brunhild or brunhilda sounds like someone who would run an inn wow. yeah. or or the leader of the falcon <laughs> <laughs> her, her the occupation is yeah, look, an actual, like, earnest attempt for, for feminism in comics, or well, whatever. <laughs> Innkeeper. <laughs> Bar woman. No, but, um, she, her occupation is chooser of the slain and adventurer. Ooh. Chooser of the slain. A.K.A. metal as hell and homeless. <laughs> homeless? Wait. Adventurer. Oh, okay. you're pretty much just yeah. homeless. She's a nomad. 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 She's a nomadic yeah. Nordic or person. Homeless. Or homeless. <laughs> She's <laughs> a Nordman. So no, okay. Uh, her identity as uh, as a goddess is not acknowledged by the general populace of modern day Earth. Um, her former alias is Barbara Norris. What? <laughs> for a while, for a very long while, aka Brunilda. <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into it a little bit later. But basically, for a while, she was based. She was borrowing a uh, deranged woman's body. Deranged woman? Yeah. All she could say is ah. Oh dear. <laughs> That's. Was it in capital letters? In capital letters. All Were there a long string of A's. Okay. Okay. No, no explanation for it. It was just continuous. Uh, when she was alive. Did it, like, go across the frame, the whatever it's yeah, called? Yeah. <laughs> it's a storyboard. Um, her, her group, well, well, you might like this. She's single. <laughs> Got it. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> yeah. uh, she, presumably her birth was in, her place of birth was in Asgard. Um, no known relatives. She is a goddess of Asgard. Uh, was a okay. It was a val. Uh, val ugh, can't say this. Valkyrie, Valkyrie, something. I'm not gonna try. That's good. Oh, I'll um, take that. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Valkyrie, huh? and That's part fine. of the defenders. <laughs> and she was also part of the defenders. Oh, cool. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, oh. her first appearance, which is going to be the one we're talking about, and this is a lie. They miss. They they put a typo in here. Wow. Um. It's going to be, it's Enchantress in Valkyrie's form. 
is Avengers uh, number 83. It says 87 in here. I just looked it up. It's 83. <laughs> 87 is the origin of Chikala. She did not even show up in that one. Wow. Mm. So That's way off. Uh, Samantha Purrington. Oh. Purrington in Valkyrie's form. The Incredible Hulk 142. Brunhild in Barbara Norris's body. Defenders number three. And Brunhild in her own body. Defenders 109. So she was writing in Robert Norris's body for a very long time. Jeez. Um, how? We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Lindsay's I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry, about... um, what are the logistics there? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, kind of. The origin of Brunhild the, uh, the Valkyrie remains a mystery. Her parentage are unknown. And she claims to be not just an Asgardian, and to uh, and to have served something older than Asgard. But what she meant by that statement is yet unknown. A.K.A. This was part of a story that we don't really know what happened, and so we have to include it anyway. Hmm. Well. <laughs> Brunhild was selected by Odin, the monarch of the guards of the other dimension known as Asgard, uh, to lead the Valkyrie, the chooser of the slain, a group of warrior goddesses who would appear over battlefields of mortal worshippers of the Asgardian gods and choose which of the fallen are worthy to uh, be taken to Asgard. The land of the honored dead in the dimension of Asgard. So, Valhalla is basically where Odin is just like, hey, I need a bunch of warriors because... I know this thing because I threw my eye in a well, and uh, I'm going to get got real bad, but I need a bunch of warriors so they can kill the things before I get killed. <laughs> Which I'm still going to get killed. Read Norse mythology. It's pretty fun. Hmm. I like it a lot. What they found, anyway. According to a sentient disembodied eye that once be uh, belonged to Odin, That that Odin once gave to his son Thor, the mortal, the mortal identity of Sigmund, circumstances reluctantly forced Odin to decree that Sigmund must be slain. Remind me who Sigmund is? In, Hold on now. Our... We've got a sentient disembodied eye. Okay. I have to get through more of it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, oh, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, Brun hit... Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, <laughs> So Odin decreed that Sigmund must be slain. Brunhild, recognizing that Odin was acting against his true wishes, sought to protect Sigmund. But Odin himself caused, uh, caused Sigmund's death. Brunhild helped Sigmund's pregnant uh, lover, Sigmund, to get, uh, to get to safety. As punishment for her defiance, Odin removed... Brunhild's godly power and mortality and cast her into a trance. She was eventually awakened by Siegfried, who was the son of Sigmund. <laughs> oh my god, okay. And Siglind. It was a mortal reincarnation of Thor. Brunhild and uh, Siegfried became lovers, but Siegfried fell under the influence of magic and betrayed her. Hmm. 
Siegfried uh, was later murdered. Uh, but Brunhild, still in love with him, left, leapt into his blazing funeral pyre. Odin restored both Siegfried and Brunhild to life, giving them back their godly uh, roles. Powers and immortalities uh, as Thor and the Valkyrie, but removing the memories of their uh, recent lives on Earth. It's unclear how, uh, how much of the truth, if any, is there by the account of the Eye. So, hmm. that is based off of an actual uh, saga. Like a Nordic mm-hmm. Yeah, a Nordic yeah. thing. Yeah, it was based off of a, a Nordic thing. Um, <laughs> but um, but basically, like, uh, Brunhild is supposed to be, like, the ideal, like, Nordic woman. Both, like, very honorable and willing to give her life for what she thinks is honorable. And Siegfried is supposed to be the like a wielder of truth, like the ideal man, basically. Mm. Yeah, Siegfried. but Siegfried. they put the role of Thor and Valkyrie instead of the actual actual thing. The people they're supposed to be like mortals and everything, like but, the mortal version. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Brunhild and her fellow uh, Valkyries continued to lead uh, heroic uh, mortal warriors to Valhalla uh, until roughly about a millennia ago. When Odin was forced to cease all intercourse (laughs) with Earth (laughs) in accordance with a pact he made with the leaders of Earth. So basically, basically what happened is Odin was just like, yo, I'm like, I need, like, warriors and all the other gods that exist in the Marvel Universe. Just like, hey, we also need those souls. Can you stop? <laughs> and he was just like, I don't want to, but I guess so. And then, stop. That's nice. Mm-hmm. No means no. Yeah. Also, also, um, Thor, I mean, well, Odin is probably half brothers and sisters of most of those gods and goddesses, if not their uncles, because all of the most of the gods in Marvel Universe are the daughter of Gaia, who changes into different forms and it basically gives birth to like the pantheons and stuff, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which means Thor, who is the son of Gaia is actually Zeus's half-brother because Kronos had sex with with, uh, Gaia to make Zeus and the other gods. So so Thor is actually a lot of gods' uncle. Wow. I see. Or brother. Or brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But basically, Hercules is Thor's Your brother, uh, uncle, brother. I mean, a nephew. Huh. So yeah. So that's also a change to mythology in Marvel. Just a slight, <laughs> slight change, a slight, slight change. redirect. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um. So basically, the Valkyrie at that point could only choose like um, as guardian warriors. So like they would just you know snatch up anyone who was a good warrior. Mm. And like died in battle, mm. but uh, but she 
now could only choose the Asgardian warriors, which were getting few and far between, because, well, I shouldn't say that, on Earth. Um, now that's just the uh, other people who are Asgardians who are fighting against, like, the Dark Elves and stuff like that. So, but because of that, because their pool was so low of, like, potential candidates, she was just like, uh, I'm gonna just leave. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Peace, them out. But, um, you're reducing both my salary and my job position. I think I'm just gonna leave and do something else. <laughs> so... In a tavern on the outskirts of Marmoragard, um, she encountered Amora the Enchantress who offered her a life of adventure. For several weeks, she accompanied the Enchantress on her conquests, and Brunhild soon discovered that Amora's intentions Towards immortal uh, inclinations, yeah, inclinations, uh, yeah. Uh, so basically, she figured out more was just like, "Yo, I want to sap some of your god godliness so I can be immortal." And she's just like, eh, "I'm gonna leave." She was scheming. In response, she entrapped Brunhild within a mystical crystal of souls. While Brunhild's body remained in suspended ma- a- animation, her immortal so- soul became Amora's plaything. Over the centuries, she used her spiritual essence to give the Valkyrie powers to herself or to her pawns, and usually used her magic to alter the recipient's appearance to look like Brunhild as well. Hmm. Um, specific instances of Amora's exploitation are not known before recent years. The first time Amora... Okay, so we're going to do the thing that I forgot to do. And we have Cover Piece Theater. Cover Piece Theater. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so. What on earth? Ooh, wait, what a lineup! Valkyrie, Black Widow, Medusa... Yeah, so to set up the to set the scene, uh, so uh, the current lineup of of the male uh, Avengers, um, including um, Goliath, the Clint Barton version. For so for a while, Hawkeye was in Hawkeye, and he was actually Goliath, and he looked dumb, and I hated his costume. <laughs> um, so Vision, who I would argue. Not actually a man. No, he's an android. He's an android, and he views himself as an android. Sure, a male-identifying android, but not a man. Sure. Hmm. Uh, Quicksilver, Beast, and then you have the Wasp, and they're kind of like laying on the ground in defeat. And then you have the Wasp, Scarlet Witch, Medusa, Black Widow, and Valkyrie. Um, and uh, who wants to be Valkyrie? You do it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> just just read it out. All right, girls. That finishes off these male chauvinist pigs. From now on, it's Valkyrie and her lady liberators. Boom. <laughs> lady liberators. Why was this even a thing? Why did they do this? They're pandering. 
Well, I mean, that was epic. No, that is, <laughs> that is what passed for that was what passed for like mainstream well, feminism back then. So, I mean, I like the all right girls. Yeah, yeah. all right girls. <laughs> I love, and the thing is, she looks so smug on that. Oh yeah! Like, what's the context for them beating up all these other heroes? Yeah, it was just it was just an introduction thing. Like, what like what they would normally do for like introduction of a character um, is they would make them the centerpiece of the comic that they're in. Oftentimes, Mm. like either beating a character that is often considered powerful, or the and. Or like they would save a character that normally doesn't need saving, mm-hmm. and I guess it's more like why are like Scarlet Witch and Wasp and Medusa and Black Widow seem to be like on her side because they're standing around while she's obviously defeated all these all of their otherwise allies and she's all smug. These guys are laying down and now suddenly they're Lady Liberators. Like how did that happen? Well, you'd have to read the comic <laughs> to find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's why this is to make you interested. Well, these are the so questions you should be asking. Exactly. Yes. Right. So worked. you would be like, so Lindsay, <laughs> back back in whatever day, because I, I don't have this stuff in front of me, would have saw that on the spinner rack at the gas station. Right. It would be like, I want to get this. What's happening? What is this? <laughs> yeah, I would have definitely got this. For so. 15 cents? Oh my gosh, what a deal. December 1970. So. Um. So, the first time Amora assumed Valkyrie's physical appearance in recent years was in a plot to lead a a handful of female superhumans against the male Avengers. Her tragedy was discovered, however, and her plane was thwarted. Uh, Months later, a chantress bestowed Valkyrie's power on a socialite, uh, um, um, Samantha Parrington, in an attempt to get revenge on Hulk. Finally, a woman driven mad by being trapped in another mystical dimension, Barbara Norris, was given the Valkyrie's powers and consciousness by Amora in order to help the Enchantress and her erstwhile allies, um, the, the Defenders, uh, she, they escaped the clutches of the Sorceress, Cassiolina. Uh, Amora did not undo her spell on Norris after Cassiolina's defeat. As a, redu- as a result, Norris's body now possessed Brunhilde's uh, consciousness, appearance, and powers, while Norris's own mental essence was trapped in Brunhilde's real body on Asgard. Awkward. Brunhilde was not unaware that she was not in possession of her real body and full memories. While trapped in Norris's body, Brunhild's personality lacked much of its usual strength of will. Now, that is code word for they forgot why they even created her for a while. (laughs) And then then a writer who realized that she was supposed to be like a a hashtag feminist icon started writing her as a feminist icon. Hmm. Um, It was not until a minor Asgardian warrior, Olurius attempted to take over Valhalla, that the Valkyrie's two mixed aspects met for the first time. 
the transformed body was starting to fight Valkyrie. Oh, the mental, sorry, right. the mental. The, the thing that was stuck in her body? Yeah, so so basically the body was fighting Valkyrie. It was like, rejected. Because her. Valkyrie isn't mm. supposed to be in that body, so it's like oh, fighting. Her, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, at the end of the encounter, Valkyrie's body, still possessed by Norse's mind, was consigned to Nif- Niflheim, which is the. It's basically hell. It's no, no hell. It's like, it's like no, where dead people hell go. There's with one L. It's basically limbo. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's basically limbo. Mm. Yeah. It's the dark place. Uh, which is where well, where all the non-heroic, like, Asgardian dead go to. Mm-hmm. So they don't go to mm-hmm. hell unless they do... Hell with one L. Unless they do something major. Um, for reasons unknown, a.k.a. someone made a change without consulting... <laughs> Uh, Brunhild was not concerned at this time about reuniting her b- mind with her true body. And it was not until ba- Barbara Norse's body was murdered that her spirit and mind were inadvertently freed from their mortal host. Oh, wait, what happened um, to Barbara? Murdered? <laughs> no, dead. but, but she was, she was she in, but she was in Valkyrie's body, like her, her mind, right? No. She's yes. in the upside down, Daniel. No, she no, she <laughs> no, her soul no, okay, so her soul is in Nilfelheim. Oh right. So her body is just like kinda laying there and someone forgot about it. Oh my god, like so then she's just line? she's just stuck in limbo then? Yeah. And then Does and Valkyrie then and then the her? body and, and then Norris's Barbara Norris's body, aka Valkyrie's current body, was stabbed, like real hard. And then it died. So then Barbara Norris is just trapped in Niflheim the the rest of eternity? Yeah. Who cares? Oh my god. Just Barbara. There's so many Barbaras. There's Daniel. so many Barbaras. Half of them are racist. So who cares? What about this one? <laughs> I don't know. She might have been racist. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. All we know is that she went crazy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she was trapped in a body. I mean, she's probably a flat earther. You know, yeah. let's be real. Barbara, you know. Yeah, she probably also thinks that room and liberation is, is for those loose hussies down at yeah, the pole hall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> loose hussies. <laughs> those fast ones. Oh my women. goodness. <laughs> also, please vaccinate your children. Thank you. Well, not according to Barbara Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Measles outbreaks are real, people. You know those those what those what that does is it does something. I don't understand. I don't understand the whole measles party thing. Or like they get a bunch of kids that are preventable, a hundred percent preventable. <laughs> With the help of Doctor Strange, um, Brunhild remained in her true, uh, regained her true body, which was rescued. From Niflheim by the Enchantress. Back in her real body, she regained her full memory and normal warrior personality. And then she battled like a Mora and banished her into the Crystal of Souls, which she was trapped into, and then... Gamora? Amora. Oh, okay. So... Of course, like any prison in the Marvel universe, it's a revolving door. So she got, so she got, out. <laughs> so she got out. which means, which really, what that means is that Brunhild must have been really dumb to not get out of this prison. That 
So So she was stuck there. She was stuck there. So she did Amora's like, there's a door right here, you know. <laughs> by the way, this was the exit <laughs> over here. Have you tried the door? <laughs> by the way, by the way, I never locked the door. You could have left any time, but I thought, oh, why not? Jeez. Yeah. Um, feeling estranged from Asgard and Oda in particular for their uh, for their neglect of her of her century long plight. Uh, she chose to return to Earth to, with her mortal friends, the Defenders, and she she joined the Defenders after their battle with uh, uh, with uh, Cassio Linda and remained with them continuously until the group came to its end. Um, mm-hmm. She was actually the leader later of an all female Defenders team called the Fearless Defenders, um, hmm. and she. She was in a couple other things. I forget. Right now, actually, right now, she's like one of uh, the bigger characters in the current Marvel event, Realm of the War, of War of the Realms, huh? Or something. Mm. So, um, so Odin, a place the dangerously self powerful self styled goddess Moon Dragon. Into Brunhild's charge. Brunhild uh, was to teach Moondragon humility, and Moondragon served uh, alongside Brunhild in the Defenders. Uh, she was to take action against Moondragon should she become a menace. And um, eventually, Moondragon reformed, but later she fell under the malevolent influence of the entity called the Dragon of the Moon, which she took the powers from. To make her a self-styled goddess. Oh. Well, so it came back to bite her. That's kind of messed up. I mean, sure. I don't know. I don't care about Boon Dragon. Okay, me neither. I don't know what a Boon Dragon is. (laughs) Sounds like something that you would find on a pirate ship. Well, basically there was a a a dragon of the moon. Isn't that Actually, I have a whole episode about Moon Dragon. Pirate booty! <laughs> Loot! Oh my god. I have a whole episode about Moon Dragon. Thank you, Meg, for laughing at that. Oh, sure. <laughs> Anytime. Um, Brunhild. Sorry. Um, the dragon, Moon Dragon, at- attacked the Defenders, and Brunhild was given temporary powers by Odin for this occasion, um, including the power to grow gigantic. To basically grow into a to a big lady, <laughs> and the big woman, <laughs> and then she summoned other Valkyries to her aid, and then with two defenders, the Angel and Cloud. I don't know who Cloud is. Um, and they battled. Think to thanks to Cloud, they they defeated him. Hmm. And then the later, months later, she returned to attack the defenders, and then. This time, her powers were greatly augmented by the alien Beyonder. And, um... uh, I love this part, by the way. Okay. So. The Beyonder gave her a bunch more powers. But in order to defeat the dragon, Brunhild and the Internal, called the Interloper, projected their immortal life forces against it. They are joined by the defender Adromeda and the defender's former foe, Manslaughter. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. 
If you want to hear about my favorite villain, listen to my manslaughter episode. Jeez. There's he has no known names. He's only been called manslaughter. Hmm. It's like murder in the first degree. And yeah, listen to it. I think it's one of my better episodes, but I do love manslaughter. <laughs> the character, not uh, not the the thing. Act. Uh, also, the legal concept, <laughs> the legal concept of manslaughter is also pretty. Good. I'm all about accidentally it's killing. Like people. A warning out there. It's just like cut that, like yeah, as an extract, you know, like I love manslaughter. <laughs> so, uh, in order to like kill the moon, no, I mean defeat the moon dragon, like the powers had to go through a mortal instrument, which was manslaughter, and then manslaughter was um, killed. Dear listener, there are like air quotes happening. <laughs> <laughs> Killed question mark? Yeah. Some other things happened. <laughs> yeah, Brunhild yes, was just do. like, yo, Doctor Strange, you're about to die. Well, guess what? I have death powers. Woo! You're not dead. That's pretty much it. Wow. Yep. So she's 6'3, weighs 475 pounds, what has the- blonde hair, blue eyes. That's a lot of. She's really dense. Yeah, she's really, really dense. She's an Asgardian, which means she's very dense. She doesn't look dense. (laughs) Density doesn't always come in. She looks like Paris Hilton with like boobs. (laughs) Paris Hilton has boobs. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was like shade or something. I know. I don't know. I was trying to think of like a skinny, tall lady who's blonde. Uh huh. That Paris Hilton was the first person. I don't know. I don't have a Paris Hilton thing. Lindsay, Lindsay's basically <laughs> basically that. a middle school girl making fun of the flat chested girl. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> flat chested girls suck. Oh, girls without boobs, not worth it. <laughs> oh my god! Just kidding. I'm laugh. I'm making. All right. I don't have boobs. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Why is you who gets in these situations <laughs> by yourself? I do, don't I? No one provokes you. Oh, God, time. it happens all the time. I just... yeah. So what came out uh, of her being really dense? <laughs> so she has superhuman strength and can lift about 45 tons, which is more than the average Asgardian female can, which is mm. 25 tons. Which is less than six sextillion, I think, times yeah. which the Hulk can lift. And she's friends with the Hulk as well, because oh. the Hulk was part of the Defenders. Oh, oh right. In fact, yeah. in that picture I showed you earlier, come friends, let us leave this dumb place, she was putting his arm around Valkyrie and Doctor Strange. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, she's an Asgardian, so she has... Uh, She's super strong, super dense, is immune to disease, most diseases, um, and whatnot. But she also has the ability to transport herself and dying persons from Earth Dimension to to the realm of the dead, uh, just by willing herself to do so. But she and she can also return through thinking, as well. Hmm. <laughs> now, she does have weapons. And it's not those boob cones. <laughs> um, she has 
one, an unnamed iron spear, and the enchanted sword, Dragonfane. Now, let's get to something that uh, is the reason why it's called Dragonfane. An oriental wizard named Kijida was named was said to have carved the sword from the tusk of an extra-dimensional dragon. The sword eventually passed into the possession of the Ancient One, who in turn gave it to his disciple Doctor Strange, who in turn gave it to Valkyrie because he just had a sword and she needed one. Internal screaming intensifies. <laughs> for a while, for a while she was using the Ebony Blade, which was actually used by the Black Knight, who was turned into a statue who they had to get something called the Eye of Evil, which looked at remarkably like a purple fleshlight. Oh to turn my god. Into, uh, who, and to turn him into a person again. But whenever they use the Eye of Evil to turn him into a person again, um, it turns out his soul was being sent back to the Crusades, and he was just like, I gotta fight for hating brown people, I guess. And, oh, no. and he stayed in the past, but he had the Ebony Blade. Huh. Alright. Also, she stole his horse, named Aragorn, who, it's not a flying centaur, but a, a pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I just didn't for name the thing right. I like, didn't name the thing right. <laughs> like, you could have just said horse. With you would have been closer. <laughs> It's that fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty much done. So let's do plugs. Well, actually, no. What do you think about Valkyrie? She sounds intense. Mm -hmm. I feel like her history has a lot of body swapping. Mm -hmm. Yes. And prisons that don't prison. <laughs> right. Um. I think she sounds good. She sounds cool. I like that she's like very first appearance. She's got like Lady Lib team. That's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, it was kind of more like someone tricking. Yeah, someone trying to do to, like tricking people to get rid of the male members. So the oh, Avengers. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think, Meg? I mean, she's beautiful. Like, She's a hashtag feminist icon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hashtag girl boss. I think it's interesting though that she was kind of stuck in other bodies when yeah. she looks like this. But is that her? Well, well, whenever she was in a body, she would they would turn into her appearance of her actual body. Oh, okay. So she would be stuck. So it was like a shell that was like silly putty. Like she would take the body, but she, then it would morph. Brief it, it was like magic happened. And magic happened. <laughs> then, then she looked like the thing. I want to know oh. why she didn't go and try to save Barbara. <laughs> Who cares? Okay, first off, I she's mean... an anti-vaxxer, a racist, <laughs> and hated women liberation. <laughs> Who cares? And her name was Barbara. <laughs> also, she married Jack Norris, who is, like, one of the worst people in the Defenders comic, and he's supposed to be a good guy. Oh. Huh. All right. Well, he's like the Walgreens version of Chuck Norris. No, 
he's like, what if a sexist man was given way too much of a platform for a very long time oh, in a comic that was otherwise really good? Oh, gosh. Mm. Hashtag save Barbara. She's a racist anti-vaxxer. <laughs> I think this might be my Halloween costume this year. Oh, yeah? So, uh, what's your... Valkyrie. Oh. She's, she's got the picture up. She's been, like, zooming in and out. Yeah, um, so, yeah, let's do plugs. Uh, I am Daniel, and that is Lindsay, and Hello. we are 33% pulp. Um... We take mid-20th century pulp paperbacks, we split them into thirds, and recap them across three episodes. If you would like to reach us, our Twitter handle is at 33 underscore pulp. On Instagram, we're at 33 pulp, and our website is 33pulp.com. Do you have anything, Meg? Meg's part of us. Oh, gosh. I'm just the laugh track. No. Uh, yeah. And, and this is Meg, and um, she's here. Thanks, Meg. Oh, yeah, Meg. Emotional support. Glad I could be here for you. Yes. Uh, So, uh, again, this is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids and whatnot. Um, By the time this comes out, we'll be out. Um, It'll probably be the Lankhunks episode, or it's going to be the other one. No. It's gonna probably be the one-legged, one-legged uh, cryptids one I did oh. just recorded. Hmm. Um, I have a pitch. I have pictures of my cat that I put on the internet. You should look at them. It's at marvelous mooch. If you want to see the pictures of the people we are talking about, uh, you can go to at alphabet flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I also have a Patreon. There's a link to that. Uh, besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince Namor, and don't toot that horn. Bye! (laughs) Bye! Bye.